Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. Oh, lucky you. We're of back. Let's get trashed. Lucky audience. Here from the bridge of uh, the USS research. <laughs> I didn't do. I could not name a single. The USS Slay. The USS Eisenhower. We probably have an aircraft carrier. We have no knowledge. Of, do you have any military knowledge of any history thing? I mean. More than base knowledge. I mean, I, I, I watched Down Periscope a week ago. Perfect. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Let's get into this it. This is the USS Stingray. <laughs> it's a USS Stingray. Which is the, a diesel sub. We're coming for you, Irwin the last family. One, the last one in commission, piloted by Kelsey Grammer. Um, <clears throat> I feel cool as fuck right now in these aviators, by the way. Oh, yeah. I am a fucking Top Gun pilot. Folks, you know why we're wearing the aviators. What movie could we possibly be talking about but Top Gun? Motherfucking gun, Maverick. I can't believe it. Ooh. Oh, let's go. America's back, baby. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've been wanting to. Talk. I saw this weeks ago. I've been telling every single person I know to see it. I yeah. finally. I'm so thrilled to finally get a chance to record an ep on it. Jimmy saw it last night. I did. You watched the original Top Gun right before you saw it. The right? night before, um, I was. It's like one of those movies you think you'd seen, and then watching it, I realized I'd never ever seen this movie. Um, uh, so I last night I went to the bar. I had two. I had two whiskey neats, Buffalo Traces. Beautiful. Uh, I asked for TX and they didn't have it. So I said I saw Buffalo Trace and that's what I went with. Um, I didn't eat a goddamn thing. I was kind of drunk going into the movie theater and I stumbled into a chair and uh, apparently some of them move and it moved a little bit. I got embarrassed, didn't move it back and then found my correct seat. Like I, I, I had to have help getting my seat <laughs> after. I, yeah, I was like, so you saw Top Gun was, Maverick hammered. I was, I was feeling wavy and I was feeling good. Yeah. Someone, some employee, I was like, where do I guys sit? I don't know what's going on. And he helped me to my seat, and I was just ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I was primed and ready to go. Well, Feeling good. get ready, folks, for some film criticism from a guy that can't even find his seat <laughs> at a movie theater. But I have aviators on now, and uh, I'm a changed man. That's all it takes. I actually, now I drink tequila. Uh, I also watched the original Top Gun, Rewatched it. I, at no point watching Top Gun did I think I had not seen this movie, because I have seen it uh, plenty of times. But I watched it right before, which was very good because uh, – and I recommend that to anybody. Watch Top Gun on Netflix or whatever, however you can. It's on Amazon Prime now. Yeah. Yeah, they took it off of Netflix. So if you're oh, watching this, it's on Amazon Prime Okay, if you have that. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and just rewatch original Top Gun before you go see Maverick for one reason only. Because obviously all this stuff – all the stuff is very obvious. Uh, you know, everybody remembers Goose dies in an accident. We remember that. You know, um, even I knew that. Yeah, and you yeah. Re- you remember you know the dogfight at the end, the actual dogfight. Maverick gets a couple kills, um, saves the day. We remember that Iceman actually won Top Gun. Hopefully, you remember that. Whatever. All Worst that hair of, of all time. There's Val Kilmer. As Iceman and Top Gun. Worst hair of all time? Worst haircut. You gotta be kidding me. 
You liked his hair in the first Top Gun. I don't like it, but if it was I, cool to if, you, if I could pull off that haircut, I would get no, as much pussy as Val Kilmer. He could not pull it off. A thousand percent, he looked great. I don't think he looked. He, I thought he looked. I, I don't think there's like a, a single, silly man. I don't think there's a single woman that would agree with you. And that's, I have to start talking to women. That's who we get, and then I'll find out. For Val Kilmer, as Iceman, bad haircut. I. I mean, moving on. You're out of the. You're. I'm coming in hot. You're off the. You're I off got the avi- tarmac. I got avi. I, I got aviators We're on off right the now. Tarmac with I'm, hot takes. I'm gunning from the hip. I'm gunning from the wings, baby. Here's the one reason why you should rewatch Top Gun, or maybe you don't have to. Maybe this explanation I'm about to give is enough. But throughout Top Gun One, there's a couple references to, um. To Maverick's, you know, uh, sexual history and some of the reasons he's gotten in trouble as a as a naval aviator. One of those references, or actually two of those references, both references are about the time he hooked up with the admiral's daughter. Yeah, Penny something. I don't remember what Penny, it is. whatever her name is. Yeah, the admiral's daughter. So that's why Admiral Penny's dad doesn't like him. Fuck, what was her name? I wish I knew her last name because we have to... Jennifer Conley. Well, yeah, we obviously... That was, that's my point. Because I've seen a lot of people confused as to who is this girl, Jennifer Connolly? How does this girl have all this money? She owns a... You know, she just owns a bar. Why does she have a Porsche? Why does she have a yeah, sailboat? Yeah, why is she so hot? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. The answer to those questions is because her dad's an admiral. That's where her, like... That's that's why that's where her family money is, and also that's why this is not like a n- new character, but it has it is one that was referenced in the movie. Yeah, it was referenced. Um, mm-hmm. Maverick has gotten you know Maverick's gotten pussy twice, and we've <laughs> Kelly McGillis and Jennifer Connelly because in Top Gun the only woman they ever reference him sleeping with is uh, Penny the Admiral's daughter. I honestly thought by now we'd at least hear of some other women. I was right, here. I wanted to know who else Maverick had slept with. That's the point. Is you that know. is that he's supposed to be like this cool ladies he's man? He's a hot shot. He's a heartbreaker. Yeah, but literally, he's only slept with two women, and both of them, each one gets a movie. Dude, th- I have from. I'm not gonna say that I'm maybe better than Maverick from Top Gun, but I would say I have similar numbers to that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I have the same skill or that I can fly a plane, but I have similar. I have similar numbers to so far what we know about Maverick. Yeah. From what we can empirically assess, yeah, from, from Maverick, Mavericks had sex twice, or with two women. Well, uh, and and uh, using that using that data alone, we can extrapolate that you're, that you're that you're similar. That's hard facts. Fair enough. Uh, unlike unlike you, I'm not some whore. I'm saving it for marriage, ladies. I'm I'm just a I'm just a bad boy. Yeah, that's why you're the bad boy of looking <laughs> trash. That's what that's what the audience has been calling you ever since you started doing eps with me. The aviators felt right. Yeah, yeah. I actually have to kind of take these off. It's getting too dark. Okay. See, I knew it. I knew. You I'm could. getting worried about. You know what? Yeah. You I'm wearing see. sunglasses, and I'm worried that the film is too dark. Like oh, that's okay. how dumb I am. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> nevertheless. <laughs> so that's the that's the only reason you will understand who Jennifer Connelly's character is if you rewatch the original Top Gun, right before this. Summer blockbuster. Yeah, it's a summer blockbuster. The, I mean, right off the bat with reviews, I'm going to say maybe the best, the best summer blockbuster I've ever seen. Okay, ever. Ever. Yeah, I, I, uh, 
I think it was very good. I have so much to say about it. I don't really know where to start, but it was like an appealing ass movie to see in the theaters, especially having just seen the original. Yeah. And it actually felt like a movie. I don't know how to explain that, but it felt like a movie supposed to feel maybe like an action movie. Yes. Like it just felt, it had that feeling and maybe it was some of like, I'm sure there were some nostalgia elements or like feelings of like maybe an older formula of movies, but it really worked for me. I was like fucking in. So it worked every second top to bottom. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, it's, it, they're calling it like, you know, they call it a legacy sequel. One of these sequels that comes out after a long time. Usually those are very bad. Um, case in point, every Jurassic Park. Avatar 2. That's going to be one. That'll probably be bad. It looks bad. Yeah. This yeah. is obviously way more time between than even than Avatar and Avatar 2. But yeah, um, that that'll I never saw Avatar, but I'm sure Avatar 2 will be bad. Quick question. Go ahead. Maverick versus all of the Avatar human race. Who wins? Well, you... I know that's not what you they're You clearly called. weren't paying attention because... Did you see Maverick lose one fight ever at all for even one second? Praise God. Dude, that's what's so great. He can't lose. I've got he can't lose and nor should he. I've got mm. so much to say about this. I'm going to Tom Cruise here's what here's where we'll start. I'm talking about Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise is our last he's our only yep that I can think of. He's our only and he's probably our last movie star yeah a lot of people have been saying that he's the last star yeah uh, just, so what defines a movie star uh, he's just he's instrumental to like hollywood he's just bigger than life you don't he doesn't exist outside of the screen except for then the few times he did it was terrible like yeah. you know anything we know about his personal life is weird and and but but for the but it's honestly not that much for the most part. He, Do you think it's because Scientology has taken a turn lately? I don't know. And now we're not going to get those Scientology actors. Do you uh, think maybe that could be it? I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. What I no because I'm not because the other the only other guy that was Tom Cruise level as far as like just important in Hollywood was Josh like, Gad. Was Mel Gibson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mel yeah, Gibson yeah. was the biggest thing there was, and then you know uh, he fell off, and then Tom Cruise. But again, Tom Cruise is just a, a movie star. Yeah, which is different. So I'm going to pull it back briefly, like I do in every episode. I'm going to bring up my boy Timo Shally. Do you think he's going to be a movie star? No, he's not. He won't be like this. No, Timothy yeah. Chalamet. So. I love uh, long-time listeners will know I love yeah. Timothy Chalamet. He's probably my new like favorite actor. You know, young actor. He's an actual. He's an actual like thespian. He's an sure. he's an artist. Yeah, yeah. He's an actor. I mentioned a while back on uh, on my Twitter account at Nictazo. I mentioned a critique I have of of Timothy Chalamet. I would love to hear this. I didn't know you had critiques as much as, about him. Yeah, I mean, as much as I as much as I like this kid's sure. movies, the one critique I have is that he needs to lose a fight. I had just watched The King with him yeah. and Robert Pattinson and uh, uh, and a bunch of other people, but 
he he wins like a he you know he's some scrawny like prince and he wins a, he wins every fight he wins a fist fight and then he wins a bunch of other stuff and he just cruises all the way through yeah same kind of thing even that movie like um in dune he wins a knife fight with a dude he's, that we call that a mary sue in the industry kind of yeah, yeah. so but well with a not that's not necessarily mary sue i don't think but he's a dude yeah he's just he's he's a, got all, he's got natural talent about him He's, and yeah, he's just kind of well, yeah, winning. That's the thing is, I, I, my critique was that this kid needs to take a role. He needs to, he needs to pick a script where he loses a fight at some point, because it stops it. It. I don't want to see a dude. I don't want to see some skinny kid winning all the time. Yeah, I want to see him. You know, I want to see him have a tough time and deal with something like that. He needs. Yeah. To, he needs to lose a fight. In order, in order to progress as like a thespian, this critique does not apply to Tom Cruise. That's what, yeah. Tom Cruise is a movie star, mm-hmm. and he does not need to lose anything ever. Well, he's proving that he's winning because I think of how much he puts himself into the films, right? Well, I don't even mean. I'm not talking about like behind the scenes the shit. stunt stuff. I'm talking no. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I mean, just on camera. His part of his performance, Tom Cruise is a movie star and he doesn't he's not trying to be a th- an thespian. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, bigger yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. He's just an he's an icon and he proves it by again, he does not lose one time in a movie. He's they somehow beautifully make him like the underdog. He's an underdog because he has to work for John Hamm. And John Hamm doesn't like him, and there's like political stuff. There's political machinations in the Navy that are geared against Maverick. Sure, but for every activity of the day, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise does not lose a mm-hmm. single thing. Let's talk. So let's go to the very beginning. Okay, Tom Cruise is relegated to test pilot duty. Maverick is a test pilot. Mm-hmm. He's he's in the. He's in the bad graces of the United States Navy. Sure. He's not he's not anybody he's too much of a troublemaker. He's nobody's favorite. He's not a favorite son. Mm-hmm. He's not getting all these promotions like Admiral Iceman and all that kind of shit. But they recognize he's the best pilot we got. So let's stick him out in the middle of the desert and he can be our test pilot and he's just hanging out with scientist nerds and doing sciencey shit. Yeah. And he can't hurt anybody and he's not near anybody else and he's not he's not irritating anybody above him. Sure. Because he's just reporting on how fast he gets to go, um, and that opening scene was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It's like we want to see him f- flying planes, and they do that in the first scene. Fuck yeah. Yeah, well, and it it opens with, you know, we're trying to get to Mach ten, which I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think the spaceship goes that fast. Yeah, I was listening to uh, some commentary about, like. That you have to test people before you make like certain flight, uh, I guess, milestones. And if you don't get past like maybe six, I don't think you can be a pilot like at all. Like six is a lot. Well, yeah. But um, I don't understand your point. My point is that I think 10 is like a fantasy number. I think it's probably yeah. happened, but I don't think that's a normal thing no. to go Mach 10. You're right. I don't think yeah. that's like possible in our atmosphere. Yeah. Or anything, um, 
I think that can I think that can obviously be achieved in like a vacuum, but then there's no mock to speak of in a vacuum. Either way, Tom Cruise is flying a super sci-fi plane yeah. that the military is testing, and General uh, General Dickhead's on his way. Fuck, I can't. He's a great actor too. I can't remember who he is, but uh, Ed Harris. Yes, thank yeah. you. Ed Harris is on his way. You saw it more recently. Ed Harris is on his way to shut it down, and so Tom Cruise is like. All right, we're 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 gonna do our last test before he gets here. We're gonna we're gonna accomplish our mission, and then he gets it, and it's tense. It's amazing how tense it is, considering it's just he's pushing forward on a joystick and holding on and shaking. Mm-hmm. But it's fan. It's a great opening scene. Ed Harris gets there. You know he's obviously pissed, but you've been reassigned to teach Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah. 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 Your best friend, Admiral Iceman, reassigned you to Top Gun because there's some mission coming up that we need you for. Yeah, and he's like, and you're a dinosaur. We're not We're not even going to need humans to fly planes anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a, right. He's a <laughs> Obama drone. Ed Harris is an Obama drone guy. Yeah, he's a drone simp. Um, yeah, you know he the loves, type. He, yeah, we all know the type, drone simps. Um, so that's Ed Harris. Anyway, that's and our, that's our opening Harris, scene. That's you our, never see him again. Except for like one second at the end. Yeah, I'm but, sure he had a day of filming. He was yeah. like in and out. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, but yeah, that's our opening scene. That's like a that's like the James Bond movie where like the first five minutes is just some side mission, and then after the title, after the opening song, then we have the actual meat of the great. That's what I this is. love that. Yeah, yeah, get into it. Um, <clears throat> so very cool. Now Tom Cruise is back at Top Gun as an instructor. You know. Uh, well, he back. He finds out he's to be an instructor. He thinks he's got to fly a mission. Yeah. He finds out uh, John Hamm, tell who's now his boss, who also Cold doesn't name Cyclops. Was that it, Cyclops? Yeah. Cyclops also maybe doesn't, Cyclone. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He doesn't like Maverick. There's a lot of people that are not fans of Maverick. They don't be liking him. Yeah. He really made a lot of enemies. Again, he's a loudmouth. He's a dangerous guy. He lives dangerous. Yeah, exactly. He's a loudmouth guy who flies his plane too close to the tower for fun. Yeah. He just pisses everybody off. And he slept with the Admiral's daughter one time. Oof. So he pissed that Admiral off in the first movie. Nevertheless, so he find, he's like, I'm gonna re- I'm ready to fly this mission. Let's do all this. You know, I've I, I got it ready, boss. And John Hamm goes, you're not flying this mission. We need you to teach kids how to fly this mission yep young aviators and it's like first of all if i'm if i'm admiral whoever who if i'm who if i'm anybody in charge that doesn't like maverick i recognize he's the best in the business yeah but i hate his attitude the first thing i'm doing is sending him on a death mission like just yep kill him you're the only one that could do it i mean just shoot him in the room well you know calm down there's still a there's still an ncis you know that might investigate that but you can definitely just put them on the front lines. That's true. That's what I. You, that's what you do to somebody that annoys you. You just put them on the front. Dude, that's lines. the oldest truck or trick in the book. That's yeah. in the Bible. People do that in the Bible. But they're like, put him. David put the uh, the guy that slept with his or he wanted to sleep with someone's wife. He put that guy on the front lines, and that guy got killed. I mean, look, John Hamm. Oh, that, you know just, what? You know that's that's an old trick. I forgot about that. That's yeah. a that's a Bible deep cut. Oh, dude. That was yeah. David and Bathsheba. Yeah, I know. So all, said, I know all the tricks in the Bible. He sent Bathsheba's husband to the he's, front lines, and he knowing said, he would get killed, so he can swoop in. Yeah, damn, dude, I forgot. That's, yeah, I forgot about that story. Oldest trick in the book. That is fucked up. <laughs> this might become a Bible podcast where yeah. we just go through and 
If it's re- it's if it's relative, if it's a trick in the book, I'll pull it out for fun. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, you could do that. Send them to the front lines, and then you don't have the annoying guy anymore. Nevertheless, that doesn't give us a movie. He, you're now in charge of teaching. Uh, he goes to the bar, and he reunites with uh, Penny. Fuck, I wish I could remember Penny's last name. Um, Admiral's daughter. They're hanging out. Um, <clears throat> Goose... Goose's son, Rooster. Okay, I gotta say, I didn't know that Rooster from the trailer, or and maybe I've seen the trailer once or twice. I didn't know that was going to be Goose's son. Did you? I don't know. I don't know if I even really saw the trailer. Okay, I might. I don't. I don't watch movie trailers un- unless I'm at the movies and I'm sitting there watching them. Gotcha. Okay, but I don't like. Uh, that was a interesting surprise for me. I was okay. really excited about that. Like when cool. I found that out, I was. Uh, very interested in the movie. I was like, oh, that's Goose's son. Because Goose is the best character in Top Gun, in well, my opinion. Well, did you... The I mean, movie. at what point did you realize that was Goose's son? Well, it became evident because he's dressed exactly like Goose is. He's dressed exactly like Goose, and he sits down and plays Great Balls of Fire Before even that, I was like, oh, this oh, is fucking... Oh, you figured out before that. I was like, okay. oh, this is Goose's son. I, I could tell. I just had, you know... Yeah. Well, that's... The, yeah, I... You don't know who Movie that magic. character is, but until yeah. once a guy walks in with an open Hawaiian shirt. By the way, my new look, as a matter of fact, I'm I'm doing that this whole summer. I love that. I think you should. I even bought a new shirt that's like perfect, and I fucking lost it in Italy. I'm so mad. Damn it. Yeah, that's uh, okay. We have them here too. I know. Well, I, I have to repurchase it again, and it was hard to find. Well, it was, it was thrifted. Dang. I'm I'm thrifting. We can find you another one. Anyway. We'll be fine. Nevertheless, yeah, so what do you know? This group of recruits, this group of aviators that is in, what's his name's uh, class? Maverick. Maverick's class. One one of those students happens to be uh, his longtime, his best friend's son, Rooster, played by Miles Teller. Yeah, Miles Teller. Absolute assassin of an actor. Do you like him? I love him. Dude. Okay. Yeah, I think he's great. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Um, how about that jazz movie? Didn't see it. Well, that's really disappointing. I know. I've been told. You. I've been told by people I really respect that I that Whiplash is a great music movie, and I've never seen it. Yeah, it's incredible. Maybe I'll check it out. I'm not that interested, but you should watch it. I hear it's great. I've got nothing against it. I yeah. just don't care. You don't yeah. like drumming. I enjoy drumming very much, actually. Watch that movie. Yeah, I know. It's That's, about that. I know. You know what? You know why I don't want to see it? It's expected. Okay. Uh, people think I'm going to see it because I'm a drummer. That's why I don't want to see it. Okay. I still, I don't know if that's enough because it's good enough. I think you should get over that. All right, I'll, I'll get. And that's all. Can we? Nevertheless, yeah. which I'm saying too much on this podcast sure. already. Uh, I'm, I haven't seen it, um, Miles Teller in anything else that I can think of. He's American ins- Dogs, Jonah Hill. No, I think that's what it's called. War Dogs. Yep. No, never. I haven't seen that. He's. In I like a- how I don't know the. <laughs> I like how I'm mentioning Miles Teller movies yeah. that I don't know the titles. You to. don't know the and name, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, Whiplash." Oh yeah, I know the name. I know his entire filmography. Yeah, I just, just haven't, haven't seen, seen any of it. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm, he's good. I'm more of like a stalker. Yeah. Oh, also, um, uh, Fantastic Four. For some reason, he played uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, oh, that must have been that was a terrible I, Fantastic Four movie. I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, 
That's the one with uh, Michael B. Jordan plays. That's right. The human black torch. human torch. Yeah. It, it, was Human Torch and in, in the in Invisible Girl still uh, brother and sister? Yep. But maybe, the Invisible maybe Girl they was were right? adopted in the movie. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know how, to, how they reconciled so they can that. Have Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. That's fine. Michael B. Jordan's good in everything I've seen. Um, but I didn't realize I, I didn't realize he played Richard Reed or Reed Reed Richards. Yep. Richard Reed is the shoe bomber. Reed Richards is the fan. No, is Mr. Fantastic. so Miles Teller isn't the shoe bomber. He played. He was Mister Fantastic, which is Reed Richards, which is Reed Richards. Yes, yeah, you got it right. He yeah. didn't play Richard Reed. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, uh, so that's our dynamic. There's a lot of tension between Maverick and Rooster, and which is, I wonder why. Which is, uh, well, not for the reason you think. Apparently, the yeah. What you think off? What you think? It's the obvious thing right off the bat, and then guess what, listeners? It's actually something else, and there's a whole kind of different dynamic between the two of them, and mm-hmm. it's very, you know... Sexual tension, if you will. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, Maverick ghosted Rooster after they hooked up. <laughs> after he slept with Miles Teller's daughter. And Miles Teller. Anyway, um, yeah. And so he's got this young class of recruits couple hot shots he's got to teach him how to dog fight he's mm-hmm. got to teach him how to do there's three components of this mission maverick needs to teach him how to do all of it day one we're dog fighting we're doing a dog fight yeah he exercise. takes the book and he's like everything you know about this book the enemy knows too to puts it in the trash and i'm like here we go oh yeah here we go i forgot that's such a classic that's such a cliche but classic thing it was like i want you you all have you all have this handbook memorized <laughs> yeah Forget everything you thought you everything, knew. Everything you thought you knew. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That is, that's kind of cheesy. But that's just important. You need to have like stupid tropes in these blockbusters for, you know. I mean, if we're going to go, we're, we're, there, we're seeing Top Gun. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Let's go for What it. else do you expect? Yeah. The other, um, but what I love, and going back to kind of our previous discussion of like Maverick, Tom Cruise never losing a fight. He makes a deal with all of his young aviators. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna one he's gonna two on one them dogfight style. Mm-hmm. He's like like you guys fly. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be attacking you. And then if I you know, and he's like if I win or one of the kids is like let's put some let's let's make it interesting. Yeah, and it's like push ups. It's like all right, if I win or whoever wins the the loser has to do two hundred push ups. Yep. Which it really isn't that much, you know. But. Maverick, well, I don't know. It's a lot for me. Uh, not if I was in the military, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. But nevertheless, damn it. I'm saying that too much. I'll cut that out. <laughs> However, once again, Maverick does not lose a single dogfight. He 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 wins two-on-ones Yeah. fucking 12 times in a row. He beats them all twice. Yeah. So he gets fucking, you know... 24 confirmed kill or whatever it is like yeah he doesn't he cruises through he does not lose one of these two-on-one aviator battles and all these kids that thought they knew some shit Mm -hmm. guess what you don't know shit they should have listened to him you got to throw that book in the trash yeah how great was that loved it yeah i think honestly it would have been better if he actually did kill one of them just to prove a point like, this is how it's going to be out there. 
Anyways, that's just a little thought I had. Let's talk about um, let's talk about this mission and what this uh, what this mission actually is, because it's interesting. Yeah, it's not just like who's the best in the school. Like, there's actually a mission. There's like right. They're training. They're training for an actual yeah. combat situation. For some reason, we the United States is going into combat. Yeah. Also, I have to give credit to uh, the original Top Gun. This was this was a thought I had. They didn't name who the em- enemy was. Remember, they're like enemy MIGs. Yeah. They didn't say, "Oh, that's Russia." Oh, that's China. Not. Oh, that's not. They that was probably really smart politically to maybe do that, uh, or not politically. But they didn't do that in this movie either. It's just like an ambiguous enemy. Right. No, that's you know? that's the point. It, it's they don't name the they don't name the enemy. Sure. It's just we got to go get against somebody. Yeah. And even the actual dogfight that happened at the end was, um, <clears throat> you know, they were in like the Asian Sea or whatever. Yeah. And it's a thing of, well, there's some people encroaching on our territory. This might be a problem. Oh, they're getting hostile. Let's let's create a little skirmish and it, it ends. This is a uranium, r- right, uranium refinery. Underground. Not really sure. Yeah, it was yeah. uranium. Underground uranium refinery. So whatever country this is, they're trying to make uranium, which is only used for nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Probably, I, I guess that's the assumption. So we gotta, we gotta go through a trench, a Star Wars style trench. Oh yeah, up a mountain. Ooh, it was very Star Warsy actually. Now that you kind of it's one hundred percent Star Warsy. Yeah, because you go through a trench. Yeah. you get down into a ca- into a canyon. And or into a, a into a, a crater. Yeah, you got to hit a three meter target. Yeah, yeah. Which the the sure. vent? It's an underground uranium. You get one thing. shot. One shot. Yeah. Hit an underground uranium thing, three meters wide. Yeah. No, no bigger than a womp rat back home. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to I used to bullseye womp rats in yeah. my T sixteen back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. Yeah. You got to hit one of those, and then you got to get out of the other side of the crater. In a uh, in a hurry, and then by the time you're on the other side of the crater, that's when the enemy fighters Most are gonna, likely dog are going to uh, intercept you. And we should say inevitable dog fighting. The inevitable dog yeah. fighting. Inevitable what else is dog it for? fighting. Yeah. Um, so dog that's fighting. that's what we're training for this whole movie, and honestly, it rules. <laughs> it's every second of it is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything's great. Let me think about. Uh, so, and again, every single like section of that, they, they have, it's, it's very well paced. There's like training modules, training sections. Yep. And it's basically just a long montage for a little while. Right. Of them just like becoming in training under Maverick. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even a long, they go through all the different exercises and stuff and it's, it's well done. And again, Maverick beats them every single time. Yeah. Um, it's just it's great. And then <clears throat> our B story, as if this was a sitcom, our B story is Maverick and Jennifer Connelly. Yep, uh, Penny, the admiral's daughter, who now owns a bar on on base. How called, old called, is Tom Cruise in this movie? Do we know? In the movie, do we have the how tech? old is Maverick? How old is Ma- How old is either? I don't know. I don't know how old Maverick is. Tom Cruise is fifty something. Okay. Last half of 50, might be 58, 56, yeah. something like that. I don't know. Maverick and Jennifer Connelly's character, 
penny or the hottest 50 something year olds in the town on earth dog on earth and both single dude yeah which is convenient i mean very convenient but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a hallmark romance if you think about it, because he's back in the town and that he didn't come back to for a while and that he used to be at and it's an old flame, you know, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Is this the most adventurous hallmark movie? Maybe. She's like the hot Jennifer Connelly in this movie. I mean, she's been incredibly hot her entire life on also, you know, on a great actress if, so I could not be sexist. Mm-hmm. But now that I got that out of the way, she's so fucking hot, dude. <laughs> it's wild. Sure, she's talented and smart yeah. and, uh, and a good businesswoman and picks good scripts. She's yeah. in, she's in good films. Who cares? She's so wildly hot. It's yeah. insane. Um, even now at, at her age, which oh, she's not she's not as old as Tom Cruise. She's probably in her 40s, mm-hmm. but she still looks fire, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so her and Tom Cruise... Her and Maverick rekindle their relationship. Yep. And it goes well. You know, all of the... That's the other thing. is like all of the uh, commitment issues or whatever you might expect from Tom. The relationship had no hiccups. Throughout the movie? Throughout the movie. There, yeah, that's there was true. No, there was no relationship like tension of, oh my God, is Tom Cruise going to, you know, is Tom Cruise going to cheat on me? Uh, are we are we not like compatible? Is he too? Is he he? You know, Maverick has really, I guess, grown up. He's no longer a a, a hound dog. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's true. Like if this was a, a like a romantic comedy, there would have been a moment where one of them fucked up severely, and then there's some sort of like major obstacle to get out that they have to get over with. Exactly. Uh, that wasn't this. It if was romance, just like a steady. If romance was the A storyline, uh-huh. then we would have had to have. We would have had to have a second act in like a a, a conflict and whatever. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. The only like little thing is, which this was a big awe moment in my theater when mm. I saw it, but is uh, Tom Cruise gets caught by um, Jennifer Connelly, Jennifer Connelly's daughter. Yeah, she walks in on them. No, well he he jumps out the window. In oh, a very that's funny, right. A very funny scene. He jumps out the window. Yeah. They think they he they think Tom Cruise avoided getting caught by the daughter. Because mom doesn't want her daughter to know that she's hooking up with fucking pilots. Yeah. Nevertheless, she she sees him out the window. Uh, she knows she knows Maverick. She's met Maverick before. She she knows him, and, and she just goes, "Don't break her heart." Okay. Why is the daughter there in the movie? Why does I don't think why the does she have a daughter? Yeah. No. Not why did would she have I don't a daughter? Know, do people have lives? No. That's not. Let her have a daughter. Point. She's too. What is say China? You want her to only have sons? Yeah, I want her to have Top Gun Maverick sons. She seems a little older. Like, she has a 12-year-old daughter. I just feel yeah. like maybe the, her daughter would be, like, at least 18. And then no, not the daughter the was house. in high school. The daughter was, like, 14 or 15. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I don't know that we needed the daughter in the film at all. Well. Other than I for dis- maybe for that moment. I disagree. Well, yeah. I mean, we need that moment. I disagree. Also, because what they did, what I like about it. Because you know what could have easily happened and would have happened in almost any other big blockbuster movie is Tom Cruise isn't hooking up with 40-year-old Jennifer Connelly. Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise could have been hooking up with fucking, I don't know, Kristen Stewart or he could have been hooking up with uh, some 24-year-old 
who's a hot 24 year old actress that they could have put in this movie she doesn't own the bar she's just a waitress at this like bar like uh, a uh yeah I, n- I know what you who's mean who's a hot young girl in hollywood was it elizabeth Pugh or whatever her name is florence Pugh. florence Pugh. yeah florence Pugh. Would i mean have i don't know probably it, i don't know if she i mean she's good looking i don't know if she's hot enough for a tom cruise yeah. but anyway it could have been see what you're saying it could have been maverick with hot girl of the week young you know young girl could have been one of those you know hollywood age gap romances which yep. are very common in in most films uh you know it's always a it's always an old man getting well, the hottest young girl ever that's the uh 007 movies yep like he's always like here's the hot 20 something year old i'm sleeping with in yeah. this movie you know kind yeah. of thing although in the last james bond he was like pining after his girlfriend who was mid the hottest girl in the movie he doesn't hook up with, although they do have a very sensual fight scene. Anna de Armas. I do like That's that. That's the hottest she, one. I agree. It, Anna de Armas is the hottest one. She's the yeah, hottest one right in Hollywood. So that. it could have been hot 24-year-old Anna de Armas as this bar waitress, and then her and Maverick just have some romance. She's just dating 55-year-old Tom Cruise. Yeah. And that, and, and that would have been fine. That would have been – that's expected. Mm-hmm. It's more realistic to have an adult woman with a daughter and an actual like life. You know, it, it felt. I mean, I hate to say this. It felt more realistic. Sure. With yeah. a, you know, again, don't get wrong. It's not like. Is it realistic that she owns the bar and works at the bar, and there's not any other bartenders other than an old man who has one line, and is in that one scene? Well, there's probably other bartenders. Yeah, he just speculatively. Well. Again, is that is that the problem? It's not the problem. It's just, it's a little like you wouldn't be the bartender. Why not? I don't think someone at that age who has that much money would run a bar. I don't think she has that much money. She's not crazy rich. She has an 80s Porsche and she has like a little sailboat type of thing. Again, she's not some like, you know, billionaire. It's not like... Uh, it's not like if Elon Musk bought a restaurant. Yeah. You know, he's not, you, you're not going to see him in the kitchen. She's not that. She still has to like work, but she just has, you know. She has a sailboat. Yeah. That's expensive. Sure. But again, I'm, she has money. Her dad was a fucking admiral. Her dad was an admiral, and, and this is not in the film, but admirals leave the military admirals and generals they leave the military service mm-hmm. they go become consultants for lockheed martin or fucking um uh uh so the raytheon they go work for fucking raytheon as consultants yeah and then they um they make millions and millions of dollars that way that's how that's how you make money as once you get to be general then you can go become a consultant for some uh or a defense contractor for, for anything. In, yeah, for a company that makes missiles. And then the two things you do to make money is you become a consultant with them and then you go you convince the United you convince the United States military to bomb an innocent country full of brown people in the Middle East, which bumps up the sale of missiles and jets and whatever the fuck else, and then you get your like you get your commission. Commish. Yeah, you get your commission yeah. off of that. And then your daughter buys a bar. Yeah, and then you give however much you yeah. want to your daughter. She buys a bar and a, and a little and, and mean, a little sailboat, a she, modest sailboat. She's killing it. 
in yeah. the movie. Yeah, Rachel had the same sailboat on an episode of Friends, and her dad was just like some hedge fund guy. Okay. So it's not that big of a deal. I don't. It's think. not my main... Ha- I mean, I'm trying to have hang-ups with this movie, is kind of what I'm trying to do, but it is a great movie. It's a it's it's brilliant. It's so good. Um, even it here's and I'll here's what I'll say. It's better than Top Gun. It's a million times better than I the original Top Gun. I agree with that one hundred percent. That movie would be bad like now. Um, yeah, it's it's so much better than the original Top Gun. Sorry, I'm gonna pull up some notes on my phone Go here. Uh, podcast notes, Top Gun. Oh, um, okay. I've only got two notes there. All right, here's one thing I really loved. Very famously, we all know original Top Gun had the volleyball scene. Yes. Shirtless, mm-hmm. sexy volleyball. Yep. When you rewatch, as a person who watched the original Top Gun recently, yep, as am I, that scene is completely pointless. In the yeah. Movie. In the original Top Gun... There's no even justification for that scene. It just happened. It goes from Kelly McGillis being like, come have dinner with me tonight. Parentheses, we'll have sex. Don't be late because I want to eat right at five o'clock. Tom Cruise goes, sure thing. I'll be there. Smash cut. Next scene. He's playing beach volleyball. In jeans. In jeans. Yeah. With uh, against Iceman and uh, Merlin, whoever else. And they're all... Playing beach volleyball, oiled up, eighties, sexy, and then the next scene is Tom Cruise on his motorcycle going to Kelly McGillis's house. He's late for dinner. Mm-hmm. He missed dinner with this girl he loves in order to play volleyball. There's no reason for the volleyball scene other than to get like the, that eighties aesthetic of we need the sexiness, we need the the sex yeah. appeal. I mean, what I've like. Where was Tom Cruise when this Top Gun came out? Like, I mean, was this pretty early Tom Cruise? He seems pretty young. Oh, when like, the, ori- when the original for when the original Top Gun came yeah. out, he was already a star. Okay, so this was like, after like, I think this. I think Top Gun was after you know, it was definitely after Risky Business, which was mm-hmm. early on in his career, but that made him an instant star. Yeah, after Risky Business, I think it was after cocktail and even i think days of thunder predates it hmm. Tom cruise was was a uh, you know so they could service the audience they're like okay here you go Here's well, some Tom cruise yeah either way that was about kilmer obviously a star as that well. was that was yeah, big in the was, 80s yeah, to do yeah. that kind of thing sure they have a beach sports scene in this movie yep which you have to have because the first one had one we mm-hmm. have to have a beach sports scene here's why this one's better they give us a justification Oh, that's true. They yeah. justify this speech sports scene. This is not just we're trying to be hot and show off, show off Glenn the Powell's body yeah. and uh, Miles Teller's body and whatever. We're not just trying to do that. Cruz explains to John Hamm. John Hamm's the old, you know, the fuddy-duddy who comes down and is like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Why, do, why aren't you in the classroom talking about airfoils <laughs> or whatever the fuck? You know, and Cruz is like, we're playing uh build the team. We're playing That's two what you wanted. We're playing two-way football. Yeah. On the beach. Offense and defense. You got yeah, there's two there's two footballs in play at all times, which yeah. means you got to play offense and you got to play defense at the same time. It's dog dogfight football is what he called it. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. 
I don't know if that's the fucking stupidest game ever. I don't know if any pilot would say that would help them. But I do know <laughs> I don't I do know I don't care if any of that's true or yeah. even realistic at all. All I care about is that they give me that one line to justify why we have these why they're doing it. oiled up hot scenes. Yeah, that's a good point. I that's thought about that. All I want. Yeah. You can I don't care about physics. I don't care about learning shit or real I don't care about reality. I legitimately I just want you to justify it within your own cinematic something existence. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. So, I loved that. I loved little I the fact that they thought about that and that happens across the board every single thing that happens it's justified and it makes sense within the context of this film. Sure. Which is my that's my favorite because thing it, about a it movie. feels intentional and it feels like they give a shit and it doesn't feel like you're so showing something to a stupid audience you know yeah uh is that your is that your perspective on it or you just like the storytelling the wrap up the bow ties i just like the fact that they they thought give about a it shit. yeah that's that's nice. more what it is sure, sure, sure. because it's easy to just it's easy just to throw things on the screen and be like look audiences will accept it whatever that's the kind of that this is the kind of stuff I want. I just it's the detail. I've said this before. My favorite, my or my most important thing when watching a film is not graphics or how Timothy looks. Chalamet. It ha- it's it's whether or not Timothy Chalamet's in it. <laughs> no, my most important thing when watching a film is motivation. Yeah, is what's th- the motive? Does this character does it? This character is doing something. Does that make sense based on their motivation? Yeah, that's a that's honestly that can be very annoying for me as well. I totally get that. Too many times, shit just happens. Yeah, and I don't want it to just happen. Mm-hmm. I want there to be a fucking reason for it. Sure. Okay, so besides Tom Cruise, the obvious star. Yep. Our, our our second lead, Miles Teller. Yep. However, I think he's completely outshined by Glenn Powell. Is is that Hangman? That is Hangman. Okay. Glenn Powell. Um, he does a great job of being our antagonist. That's true. He does. Absolutely. Until our antagonist becomes the fucking Iranians or whatever, whatever fake country that we're pretending to bomb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's actual like, you know, combat and stuff going on. Yeah. But um, throughout the film, just like Iceman was the antagonist of the original one. Uh huh. Although. Uh, but, uh, you know, antagonist, as in being the, the character in opposition to Maverick. Yeah. However, Iceman was right 100% of the time, and Hangman was right 90% of the time. Yeah. Hangman was right when he says, Miles Teller, Rooster, you're, you know, Rooster can't do it. Oh, he's, yeah. He's too scared. He's too timid. Mm-hmm. He's not a fucking go for it motherfucker like me. Mm-hmm. Actually correct. Honestly, Hangman was right. Yeah. Miles, Glenn Powell was right. Iceman, very famously correct. All these great stories, you know, from the original Top Gun, Maverick being like, 
oh, I, I, I inverted. I got to see the MIG. You know, I waved at him, or I, I gave him the finger because you know I was, I was flying around. Iceman goes, where was your wingman during all this? Yeah. Maverick goes, I don't care about that. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, you know, Iceman is like, you're dangerous because you don't ever, you don't respect your wingman and don't. That's true. Stick he is around right with the him. whole time. He's right the entire time. He's yeah. set up, you know, cinematically, he's our bad guy. Yeah. In in Top Gun. But he's right. Yeah. The, and and the they say that in the movie, guy. he doesn't make mistakes. That's why they call him the Iceman. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's cold. Well, and he's like, all his criticisms of Maverick are legitimate criticisms. Yeah, they are. In real life, Maverick is the bad guy because he's. I would agree. Dangerous. Yeah, I would agree. But, you know, he's also our protagonist. We're, we're on his. It's his movie. Yeah, the, the lens is on him. But. Uh, but anyway, Glenn Powell fills that role beautifully, I think. He does make you not like him. Which is what he's supposed to do. Yeah, you don't like him. He's yeah. a little bit too much of a dick with his yeah. criticisms of his peers. He's less, you know, respectful than even Iceman was. He's just kind of an asshole. But he's not wrong necessarily. Although he is he also has a bad habit of abandoning his wingman, which is bad, which is why he has the name Hangman. He's yeah, le- he's letting, he leaves people out to dry. Leaving them hanging. Mm. Which probably is wouldn't be a good nickname, I imagine, in the fucking military. Yeah, I got no idea what's um, how these even come about. Obviously, rooster. That's another bird one. You know, give you a bird one like your dad. Yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't be like Gosling, which is a baby goose. That would have been cute as hell. Yeah, or maybe Missed a Gosling's a baby duck. I don't know. I think a Gosling is a baby goose. It was goofy, and he seemed like a goofy character. And it did remind me a lot of the character of Goose, like very early on, yeah, like his demeanor and stuff. So I feel like Miles Teller really kind of nailed that really well. Yeah, I mean, he did a good job of like the some of the some of the Goose stuff. Obviously, you know, playing piano at the beginning, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff was cool. Um, what I don't know, <clears throat> one thing is that Goose was not the pilot. Goose it's was Rio. The, yeah, which is what does that stand for? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Goose was the backseat guy. Yeah. So his son is now a front seat guy. So he's not really following in his dad's footsteps. And did he have an, a Rio? Did No. Uh, only what's so, her name did? Maverick. Everybody Maverick didn't have a backseat guy. Yeah. Goose or Rooster didn't have a backseat guy. I Only don't, Phoenix. It was like Phoenix and Bob. Phoenix and Bob. No, Hangman had a backseat guy. He did? Okay. Yeah. So some of our characters have backseat guys, and some of them don't. Okay. I don't know why that is. I don't either. I think that's I think that's movie magic. Sure. I think they just they don't want to take away from Tom Cruise. Being the solo guy. At all. Yeah. They just like, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is in his plane by himself. He gets to do it by himself. Everybody else has to have a backseat guy. Yep. Um, everybody else but our other our two stars don't have backseat guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has backseat guys. Sure. And then at the end, there's all kinds of tension. Beautiful battle scene. We're not going to spoil it. Um, Miles Teller has to become a backseat guy 
in a very funny, uh, kind of heartwarming scene. Very heartwarming, yeah. Not even, not even super heartwarming, but it is a funny like line where he's like, "I don't know how to do all this stuff." He's, he's asking Maverick questions like, "What do these buttons do?" And Maverick's like, "I don't know. That was your dad's job." Yeah, <laughs> that's a, you know that was cute. Um, and he uses some of Goose's lines. Who does? Rooster. Oh really? Yeah, he he goes. He says, "Do some of that pilot shit," which oh, is a line funny. from Goose in the first movie. I don't think I caught that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So good little throwbacks. Again, they everything. Although they did not use Maverick's catchphrase in the first movie at all, which I was disappointed by. We need the the need for speed. No, that's a good one. They should have used that. They too. shouldn't have. But I'm he, glad they didn't. Well, it's like a walk in the park. He says that twice in the first movie. Oh really? Yeah, that's okay. a, I would say more of his catchphrases than anything else, and they don't say that once. Oh good, the, and they should have. Or maybe Maverick. Probably, I thought of a perfect. Maybe time. Maverick could have said it. He Maverick should have said it right when they go referencing his old friend. You well, just say well because Maverick says it's like a walk in the park twice in the first movie. Right before they go into the Star Wars situation, the, he he needs to kind of amping them up. He should have said it's it's a walk in the park, and then to me that would have blown my mind. I would have been so happy. But anyways, maybe yeah, I don't recognize that. Yeah. I, I don't remember that line. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> either way, I I I thought it was great. Uh, this this movie's fantastic. Is there anything about this movie you don't like? No. I mean, great. you know, I don't love John Hamm, and frankly, that guy, John Hamm, has anybody fumbled the bag more than John Hamm? What does that mean? Just like. Barely gone for it. Well, just like Lost, Mad Men came out, and John Hamm was like out of nowhere. Nobody had ever seen him before. Mm. And Mad Men, he was this major star, and everyone was like, "John Hamm's going to be the guy. The he's going to be the he's so great on this TV show. When he makes the jump to movies, he's going to be the biggest movie guy ever." And he's not. He, yeah, he's not. He he's he just he dropped all this momentum he had. He fumbled the fucking ball. You know he he he's not making the money. He's not. I mean, he's okay in this movie, but he's not doing big stuff. He's not starring in movies. Yeah, you know, he's back on TV. I think he's in the new. Which he's you know he's doing good TV. He's in the new season of Fargo that's going to come out within the next few months. Nice or next year. So he's in Fargo, but again, he went from being like, when this guy leaves TV, he's going to be our biggest movie star, Yeah. to now he's like, Fargo season four, or five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fargo season, he's about to be the star that of is Fargo kind of season I literally five. can't think of one movie that he's in. Yeah, exactly. Besides this one. Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm sure th- there off are. Off the top of my head? Yeah, off the top yeah. of there, yeah. There's a, um, I know there's something, but he just, he doesn't have the sauce. Mm-hmm. John Hamm is not a movie star. He doesn't have what it takes. He doesn't have the sauce. He Tom Cruise is a movie star. That's the other thing is. Yep. I mean, I but I guess it works. John Hamm being like the boss. John Hamm technically got promoted over Maverick, but we know why you got promoted over Maverick because because yeah. you're a you're a bitch who follows the rules. <laughs> yeah. So now you have a star on your shoulder or whatever. You got some you got some scrambled eggs on your hat. Yeah. You get to fucking boss Tom Cruise around. You you know the only reason that happens is because because Maverick doesn't get promoted because he's too real ass. Yeah, he's too cool. Yeah, Maverick's a real ass dude, and you're just you followed all the rules till you got your promotion, didn't you? Yeah, John Ham, dork. Yeah, 
I feel that. And good for you. So could have had a could have had a better hard ass in the movie. Maybe no. Actually, I think that's you think good. He was I mean, fine. Well, yeah. I mean, he was great in the movie. I yeah. think it's good. You know, it, it it he gets he gets you know. Uh, he gets his skirt pulled down by Tom Cruise like four times in this movie. Yep. Uh, which is again that's realistic. John Hamm's never gonna be a Tom Cruise. He yeah. doesn't have it. So even though he, you know, so he's just it's funny. It's it's actually good. Like yeah, you're everybody has that loser that got promoted over them that you can fly circles around, and then you just have to pull their skirt down. Yeah. So it's kind of a metaphor for real life. I think so. (laughs) I doubt there's any animosity between Tom Cruise and John Hamm, but but just you know, from my perspective of of, I remember when the conversation was, John Hamm's gonna be the guy. When John Hamm leaves TV, he's gonna be the guy, and he's fucking not the guy. Yeah, he's not the guy at all. Yeah, you know what? You know who else isn't the? This is our, this is the. Who else isn't the this guy? This is the let's get trashed, not the guy corner. You uh, know who else is not the guy? Brian Cranston from uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Sure, he's not the guy. We yeah. thought when he left TV, he was going to be. When you thought when you, he left Breaking Bad or Malcolm yeah. in the Middle? When he left Breaking Bad. Yeah. We, we, everybody said Breaking Bad is so good. When he leaves Breaking Bad, he's going to be the guy. Even uh, in Jesse movies, Pink. Erton or whatever his name is that plays like the other like Aaron the, Paul Aaron Paul or, or why did I think say that fucking name I don't know why maybe it's his name Jesse Pinkman f- is that his name in the movie or the show in, in Breaking Bad yeah sure he we didn't do shit either no I I think he's had a better post Breaking Bad career than Cranston I don't know anything that he's been in he's uh he's in uh, Bojack Horseman but it's a TV show yeah he had. The Breaking Bad movie, yeah, but that's not the same. He was he's in the last season of uh, Evan Rachel Wood's sci-fi TV show. Okay, so he's, he's the he Westworld. He has jobs. Yeah, I mean he's working a lot. Yeah, Cranston, what Cranston was in Godzilla for fourteen seconds when that came out. <laughs> yeah, everybody thought it was Godzilla starring Brian Cranston, and then he he gets he dies fucking. Before the credits roll, you know what I mean. They he got <laughs> yeah. he got top billing, yeah, and he probably had six days of filming, if sure. that. You know what I mean. But and then what's he what's what's Brian Cranston done cinematically since? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, again, yeah, not the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, TV actors stop trying to do movies. All right, it it almost is like a curse. Almost like what breakout movie stars have done TV. Probably. Are there many? Probably Ashton Kutcher. Literally, probably thousands that we're just not going to think of. Yeah, yeah. Ashton, Kutcher's Ashton one. Kutcher is one that got but, a bunch of roles. But you know what? Comedy is different. Maybe it is because Ricky Gervais has done some good Aziz movies. And sorry, what movies has Aziz done? I guess maybe not movies, but I feel like he's in a bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, Judd Apatow movies of... don't count. Yeah, I guess being, so. Being two seconds of funny, pe- being in funny people <laughs> does not count. Yeah, fuck Judd Apatow. That. Comedy doesn't matter. Okay. Again, Ricky Gervais made some great funny movies like uh, The Invention of Lying and Ghost Town. Yeah, you like Ghost Town. I love Ghost Town. Yeah. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it two weeks ago. I watched it before, you know. Yeah, I watched it recently. Yeah. Ghost Town rules. It's such a funny movie. Yeah. Uh, Gervais is great. But again, comedy is different. You can go from comedy, you know, f- all the freaks and geeks, speaking of Apatow. Sure. All the freaks and geeks became 
movie stars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they became that makes comedy sense, movies. They became man. comedy movie stars, and so it has to be comedy. I I think that works better. Uh, if you're a, if you're you know, look, Lee, Timothy Chalamet did a couple episodes of Law and Order. What? But that's not you know. And look, if you look at his IMDb, he's on he's on credited for a couple uh, Law and Orders. Okay, I don't. But he wasn't a main. He was just on. No, he just yeah. he was a, he was a background when he was like a child. He was oh like wow, a teenager or child. He yeah. was just background in a couple things. Um, you know, he might have been like a kid that killed the, somebody. No, not even that. He he was a kid. He's a kid whose parents got killed or whatever. He's yeah. one of those. Um, I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think Leo even knows what television is yeah he's probably never seen tv in his life he's only he's such a fucking movie star yeah he's only been in movies so what's the perfect tom cruise leo movie wait with both of them yeah like what would be what would they what's the premise buddy cops no <laughs> that's definitely not it no you can't put those two guys they're in too movie. big no they're both too... it's not that it's because that's why leo Leo is Leo is what I'm hoping Timothy Chalamet becomes. Yeah, over time. That's Leo's a great actor, but mm. that's his second most important quality. His best quality is that he only makes good movies. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leo has not put on a fucking cape or a leotard yet. He's Leonardo DiCaprio is only making good movies. Whether he's great or not is a, is debatable, but he's only trying to be good. Yeah, that's why. I've loved every single thing I've seen of Chalamet. He's only, he's making great decisions so far. Mm. I hope he doesn't fuck it up. Because he could be a Tom Holland, some dog shit actor making dog shit movies for a million times more money than what he's getting. Sure. But he's not. I didn't know you hated Tom Holland that oh, much. Oh, yeah. You should go, back you and wa- go back and watch our Uncharted Did you episode. hate him before Venom? Venom. No, you're thinking of Tom. You're thinking of Tom Hardy. Oh, I'm thinking of Tom Hardy. Tom sure. Holland is <laughs> okay. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Yeah, you hate Tom. Okay, cool. What do you think about Tom Hardy? I don't think I really have any opinion. Okay, cool. I, he's, I don't think he's good, but sure. I don't think he's like terrible. He's fine. Um, he's Fantastic. been he's been in a few things that where he was trying, uh, but he's also been in you know superhero-y shit. So he was Bane, which was bad. Mm-hmm. Um. That movie's okay, but he's weird in it. Uh, nevertheless, we're getting too off topic. You can't have Leo's. Leo only does movies where you have to like act and really, really kind of go there. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise's next movie that's coming out is Mission Impossible Fucking Nine. Which was, I was like, as I'm in, you know, the theater to see Top Gun, I'm like, oh god damn it, he's doing another fucking Mission Impossible. Well, part one. No, not part one. It says it. Oh, is it a two-parter? It says part one. Oh, that's sick. It says Mission Impossible Dark Terror Street or whatever it's called. Dark Terror Street. Or whatever yeah. the yep, that's ambiguous what it is. name it, yeah. it is going to be called. And then it says part one. Okay. And he's doing a, doing They've a two-parter. They've already committed to it. Awesome. Yeah. I, I need to... I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to re, I'm gonna watch the whole Mission Impossible series because I yeah. saw the first two and I never got past two. But I'm going to rewatch all of those because Tom Cruise is so fucking good. I have to revisit those and give them a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. But anyway, that's what Tom Cruise does. He does these incredible like action. He's the 
you know, he just does these movie star shit. But there's no room for Leonardo DiCaprio in any of that stuff. They couldn't work together. Sure. I agree. They're both leads. Well, yeah, they're both yeah. leads, but also one of them is a lead in like different a different way. One of them is a lead in films. Yeah, and Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is action. a movie star. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's the difference between being a film thespian and a movie star. Yeah. Tom Cruise is a movie star. Top Gun Maverick is the best movie I've ever so seen. So what happens to action films now? Once Tom Cruise dies, it's done. Because there hasn't really been any interesting action films. No, they're all CGI. I mean, they're all yeah. CGI Marvel superhero cape bullshit. Yeah. That's, well, even outside of that uh, shit that I've seen, uh, I watched a really bad one with uh, Ryan Reynolds on Netflix. Uh, something about the number six. I'm obviously bad at movie titles, but there's just none. I don't know. I mean, the, 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 did you the, see the Adam Project? The Rock. Ryan Reynolds sucks. The Rock is terrible. Dude, The Rock is not a movie star. He should be, but he's made not. He's made zero good movies. He's, he'll make anything. Yeah, I've never seen a single thing that yeah, with the raw. Other than he was in. Uh, this is a bad movie. He was in Be Cool for like a couple minutes. Sure. Uh, to, the John Travolta, the Elmore Leonard book, Be Cool, and he was funny in that. The Rock. He should have stopped at the Rundown. That was his only good movie. That's the one where he's trying to get a girl that was kidnapped. I don't remember. Or was that the one with Sean William Scott? That's the one. I love that movie. I don't remember it being that good. I remember watching it, but well, it's because I think I like Sean William Scott. I liked him and yeah. in what I stuff I saw him. I just watched Evolution again. That's that's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. It's very. Movie. It's a very. It's, it's that's underrated. a very movie that came out in that mid mid two thousand mid two comedy most, like you know yeah two thousands comedy ever. I completely feel like. forgettable, but I love that movie. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're getting way off topic. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're talking movies. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy, where can the people find you? Oh, as always, uh, Sleepy Cowboy TX, uh, Bad Thrillers TX, and Danger Junior PR. Those are all of your Instagram handles. Yeah. At in front of all of those. Um, and you, for the record, what do you think about this movie? Thumbs up? You recommend it? How do you want to do it? I do recommend it. I want to my quick. My, this is my quick takeaway. It's a good movie because the first movie exists and there's it it ties them together very well and very smartly. Uh, and if you care about the first movie at all and liked the first movie, I think this is a great movie. I think here's what I disagree with you on. I think you can watch this. It's if if you you'll the only reason to watch the first movie is to just get a little bit of background on the characters. Mm. But I think this movie is a standalone masterpiece. I think you can watch it without ever watching the first one. I think it's a million times better than the first Top Gun. Oh, 100%. I, it's I mean, so the, much the first better. one is I, when I watched the first one, I was like, I don't know if this is that good. But I will say, and maybe that's why they did Roosters. I don't care about my dad so much as I cared about you you pulling my four years from college so that way this could be a standalone dilemma the they right so because we don't i don't want to get too into it but the yeah the 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 tension between maverick and rooster in top gun maverick is um some uh base it comes down to maverick's trying maverick's trying to protect rooster yeah he didn't think he's ready on behalf of meg ryan you know Yep, Rooster's mom, who's not in the film. I don't know why Meg Ryan's not in the movie. 
Meg, she, Rooster's mom is dead. Yeah, she died. She died off screen. Um, her last wish to Maverick was, please protect my son. Maverick does some administrative shit that yeah that kind of hampers uh rooster's progress rooster's uh you know young career Mm -hmm. and that's the cause of tension before them so it's not even a thing of like you're the one who killed my dad um which obviously he was cleared of in the first one so anyway yeah if you really want to see these like characters and stuff like that the original top gun is good for that and of course it's an 80s classic and we all know that yeah but Top Gun Maverick, I there's not a movie I've more emphatically recommended in my real life than Top Gun Maverick. Yep. I've told everybody I know to see this movie. So I I'm I'm pushing it hard. Nice. I'm gonna see it again. I've seen it one and a half times. I'm gonna see it another Why time. Why a half time? Because I left my movie theater. I had to go I had to use the restroom at a uh, crucial part. So I missed a couple minutes. I left my movie theater the night I watched it. I drove to a different movie theater closer to my house, and I snuck into a showing and watched the last half again. <laughs> okay, nice. Just so you wouldn't miss it? Just so I could see the part that I... Just, just so I could see the two minutes of dogfighting that I had missed. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I like that you did that. Yeah. Um, so I... And, and I I would have... If I... If I I got to. I snuck into the last showing at this movie theater by my house. Uh huh. If I, if they had a later one where I could have rewatched the whole thing again, I would have snuck into a. I would have snuck. I would have watched the whole thing twice in one night. Oh wow! I love this movie. Nice, I can't, dude. I I'm excited abso- for you. I'm absolutely gonna watch it again. I think you are a hard critic. You know, for movies. You know, you really are. There's not a lot yeah. of movies that you like. So no, there's a I'm lot. Excited. Of, that's there's a lot of movies I love. That's why I'm a. That's why I'm a world famous film podcaster. That makes sense because I love I do love movies. Yeah. Uh there's not a lot of like stuff coming out. Actually, you know, this year's been a really good year for movies. Mhm. But Top Gun, like I said, I'm going to say Top Gun Maverick is the it's the best summer blockbuster I've ever seen. I'm going to say it's the best movie I've ever seen, which is not that's different from, you know, in a theater? No. Just in general. Just I'm I'm differentiating between movie and film. Okay. It's not better than The Godfather, which is the actual best film ever made. Yeah. The Godfather's The Godfather's the best film that's ever been made, you know, um whatever. Top Gun is the best like movie. Yeah. You know, you're just like enjoying it for what There's it, not yeah. a better there's not a better blockbuster movie that's ever come out. It's better than Jurassic Park. It's better than the fucking 800 Jurassic Parks after that. Mm-hmm. It's better than I mean, that's the thing is all the other stuff was like all the other old stuff was like more artistic. It's better than Jaws, but Jaws is a great, you know, it's better than great, great movies. Sure. Yeah. It's better than Alien. It's better than, I don't know, Terminator 2. What's like a what's a blockbuster movie that you can think of? Titanic. Better than Titanic. I liked it more than Titanic uh, because I'd rather die in a plane. But that's more of a personal reason than on a ship. Than on a than on a door. Then on a door. Then on a door. <laughs> then, the, could then, have on half on. Of, then on half of a door in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. In the freezing cold. Well, yeah. That's how also, you Also, you can parachute out of a plane. You can't parachute out of a door. <laughs> yeah. Well, the freezing cold is what killed him. It's not just touching water. <sighs> it was the North Atlantic. Jesus if the Christ. If Titanic sunk in the Caribbean, he would have just been chilling. He would have been drunk. He'd be fine. Yeah. I know. 
I want to do a Caribbean cruise that sinks. Yeah. The water's not even that deep, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. Ride a dolphin to, co- to the coast and smoke some fucking weed. Yeah, dude. Grab a grab a dolphin, hang grab out. Do- <laughs> they're, they're cool. Grab a dolphin and hang out. Yeah, dolphin, you know, or strap a couple sea turtles to your shoes and yeah. ride them like uh, like water skis. What is, I've, I have questions. What is Tom Cruise's last movie? That my prediction. What's your prediction on that? What's what's the one he goes out on? What's he done with? Does he stop or does he keep going? I, you know what? That's a really good question. I'm actually really interested to see that because um, he's got two it, more Mission Impossibles guaranteed. Does he it, die? It, it might be Mission Impossible. Okay, but speaking of dying, my camera just died. So this last part Let's of the episode it. is yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. We went too long. I should have fucking. We shouldn't have gone in after I, after you did your plugs. <laughs> I recommend this movie highly. I've said that a million times. You can yeah. find me at Nick Tazo Drums on Instagram, at Nick Tazo on Twitter. Please follow at Get Trashed Pod on Twitter. Please follow that if you're a Twitter user. Um, the other thing is, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, which is Thursday, June 23rd, then you have time to get tickets to see Super Fonicos at Mohawk. Oh, yeah. In I might Austin, be there too. Texas. Good chance. Which uh, is June 24th. Jimmy's gonna be there. Yeah. Very good chance. Yeah, come come and meet my co host, Jimmy D. It's uh so Super Fun goes Friday, June twenty fourth at Mohawk. Get tickets, folks. Um uh, you can find all that information on my Instagram, obviously. All right. Jimmy, thanks again for doing another episode with me. Anytime. Go see Top Gun Maverick. Let's get trashed. Thanks everybody. Goodbye. Peace.